Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Uh-huh. Hat, on. Hat on, suit on, suit on. looking like the trap dog, giving them all Dress like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Come on, do your thing, big daddy. 
Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. <laughs> yeah, I do. Tickle me when I say it, but I do. Like I say always, it just is a constant reminder of, of how good God has been. So my question to you is, what's stopping you from having the life that you want? What's stopping you from having the life that you want? I know a lot of people who have given up on achieving the life of their dreams. But I know they'd still want them if they could get to them. But they just allowed to settle for so many reasons. So who I'm talking to is you today. What's really at the core of stopping you? What is that? Is it your friends or your associates? Is it the fear of what you think somebody else will think of you if you decide to change? Is it what I used to call the call of the wow? Is it the fact that you keep thinking that the thing that you're doing that's providing you these momentary moments of pleasure that really ain't really good or healthy for you, you don't want to stop doing that because you've got just a little bit more something else you want to do. I call that the call of the wild. You know, it's just out there. Them streets is calling you. Them lights is calling you. You know, them girls is calling you. Them guys that's on the wrong side keep calling you. You can't seem to make a decision by the right guy. You keep picking the wrong guy all the time. What is it that's stopping you from having the life that you really want to have? So whatever the reason you're choosing, that's the reason that's stopping you from having the life that you want to have. It's no good because at the end of the day, here's the real deal. See, God is available and God is available for all of us. And God has a plan for all of us. And God wants the very best for all of us. That's the truth of the matter. So now what we going to do to get started having that life? First of all, if it's your friends, I want you to understand something. Your friends can't save you. A lot of your friends offer no real help for you. Most of your friends don't have the answer themselves. I mean, it's just a wide range of reasons. And misery love company. So usually when your friends are in a bad position, they kind of like company in that bad position. Your friends ain't going to church. You're going to be their friend. They don't really want you to go to church. You know, your friends don't pray. So why would they offer up prayer as a solution to you? You know, your friends don't really, really get uh, the fact that if you treat people better, people would treat you better. So what's that? So your friends are a lot of times the reasons, you know, the peer pressure of what and then the thought in your mind of what they going to think once they find out I don't do what they do anymore. Who cares what they think other than you? I mean, really, you can't let what somebody thinks of you stop you from having the best life you wanted to have. If I went by that theory right there, I wouldn't I wouldn't even be on this mic this morning. I would have never become a stand up. I would have had I listened to the people around me who clearly told me when I quit my job to pursue this. Boy, don't you quit your job. You got a family. Boy, don't you do this. You ain't got no bit. That ain't ain't no security in that. Get yourself a job. Go down here and work your brother. Go to work over here. Go to. I heard all of that. 
I didn't let that stop me from pursuing this. Why would you allow that to stop you from pursuing your relationship with God so you can have the best life you could possibly have? You gangbang because they've convinced you that this is the family situation and love that you don't have, and they've convinced you that this is your only way, your only source of getting over. And then you drum up these ignorant reasons, man, for staying with it. But they sound so good when you're listening to everybody else you're surrounded by telling you why we gang banging, why we holding this block down, why we slanging this thing here right here, why we letting it go like this here. You keep listening to them when all in your heart of hearts you know this ain't right. You already know, but you allow that form of the call of the wild, that wanting to be accepted by a group of people who are trying to get you to accept a way so you can further their progress, to even prove that you're worthy to be around them, you got to commit some type of crime. To even prove that you're worthy to be around them. Then when you get busted on the crime, what happens to that? Where your family at now? They don't come down there to see you because guess what? They can't turn in their ID at the desk at a law enforcement center. So now your homies can't come visit you. And then, you know, your family back out here, they ain't taking care of your family because it's all about them. Then you learn that. What is it that's stopping you from having the life that you always wanted to have? What is it? Why are you a repeat offender? Why do you keep checking yourself back into that institution? Why, man? Why won't you get it together? Why won't you give God a try? Why won't you disassociate yourself? Why would you continue to be a part of a revolving door system and becoming the farm system for these institutions that ain't got nothing for you? But you keep going back in there, and then every time you go in there, and then your little homies or your gang-banging little, little silly little friends try to make you think that's a badge of honor. There ain't no badge of honor, man. That's one more, that's one more scratch on that record. That's one more, that's one more nail in that coffin. That's one step closer to that third strike where you ain't gonna ever get out. It's one step closer to that graveyard. You keep on. Why would you not give God a try? Why would you not go and see what your life could really be? What is it that's stopping you? Because see, I got news for you. There's nothing like waking up free. I don't care who you are. There's nothing like waking up with the joy in your heart. Now, if you ain't going to be free, get the joy in your heart. The satisfaction of knowing that you're accomplishing something with your life. Help somebody behind them bars. Get in the program. Show these young cats when they come in a better way. But don't you dare sit there, man, and just ride it out. And, man, just, just go and get the fullest life that you can have. What... You know what it feels like to wake up and be on your way somewhere, knowing that you have something to accomplish, that you can change somebody, that you can stop somebody from going down the road you went down. It's a whole lot of ways to make your life better. But why would you not go and have the best life you can have? What is it that's stopping you? Really? Really? So you think that Satan really has your best interests at heart? That, that little thing your mama kept telling you about praying, you wasn't listening, was you? But you know, it ain't ever too late to get back to that. It ain't ever too late to turn around. It ain't ever too late to get your life together. It ain't ever too late to seek God. And it ain't ever too late to pray. Don't forget to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray. And don't be too proud to pray. Because prayer changes things. Prayer 
change people too. I'm a witness to that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, in the words of LTD, back in love, I get mixed emotions. Then, and Junior, just in case you want to know, that is not Jodis. <laughs> back in love again, LTD. Back in love with life again. Back in love with the Lord again. Back in love with waking up every day. Hey, man, stop saying that you're not a morning person when the goal is to get to morning. Stop doing that to yourself. You are a morning person. You wake up grateful that God woke you up. Stop saying you're not a morning person. That's one of the most ridiculous statements you can make when don't you want to wake up every day? So why would you say I'm not a morning person? Don't keep telling God that, okay? You're going to get your wish one day. Now, I am a morning person. All of us on this radio show, we are morning people. We dedicated to the morning. We get you up. Even if we having a bad night or day, we wake you up. Me, Shirley Carla, Mississippi Monica Jr., and nephew Tommy, we wake up in the morning, man, to get it started. Don't no matter how I go. I've been up since 3.30. I'm not a 3.30. Yeah, that's early. Yeah. Even for a morning person. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't want to be. Damn sleep machine. I just towed a mask off last night and said, hell. I'm going to lay here on whatever side I want. I'm going to deal with this. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show. I already introduced them. They here. Let's roll. Yeah. Junior, hey, man, what's happening today? Let me tell you something, Mark. You know, Easter is coming this Sunday. And uh, I just want to talk to a few people that, you know, Easter is coming this Sunday. You ain't been to church since last Easter. We just asking you to come in and sit down. Don't ask no questions. Because the people that you saw last year, they ain't here no more. Don't come in here and talk about what happened to Pastor Hawkins. Pastor Hawkins died. You ain't been here since last year. He gone? Yeah. Don't don't be talking like you know everybody. Where's sister where's sister Gritchin at? Is she gone too? Everybody gone. It's a turnover oh, in Lord. here. 
It's Don't come perfect. in here asking no questions. The turnover high right now. Don't come in here asking yeah. no questions. Just sit down and learn these new songs we sing. We ain't doing My God's Awesome God no more. We jams in here now. Pastor yeah. Young now. Yo, don't come in here asking about everything. That we see your suit. You ain't been here in a year. Just sit down in the back and wait for service to be over. Okay, your baby ain't doing the speech this year. We ain't seen him. We ain't got no speech for your baby. Your baby ain't speaking this year. <laughs> That's it. This Easter, yeah. we just glad to see you. Don't come in here ask a question talking about when we get a baptismal pool. We've been had it. You ain't been here in a year. Yeah. We, we, we've been had this same, baptismal pool. Same holding the ground as always been, yeah. Junior. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been had it. You ain't never looked up here. Uh, Junior, Junior, yeah. you, ain't, you don't know where it is because you ain't been baptized. <laughs> yeah, you oh, ain't been cold. baptized. <laughs> yeah. Quit asking these questions. We're going to have Easter and we're going to have us a good Sunday. Just let y'all know right now. We're not taking these questions from you. You ain't been here. We don't know you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what a Lord at. He been here. You ain't. We already know. Yeah. yeah. We already know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Coming oh, up in 32 man. minutes. <laughs> Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Church gospel quiz. We're going to need you to know a few things about the church if you're going to be sitting up in here. All right, white folks that listen to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, pay attention. This is a quiz. You, this is how you fit in when you go to a black church. All right, cat dog, if you would... This is Grant. Hey, hey, Grant. This is Brother Lewis Finley. I'm calling from uh, Mount Sinai uh, Missionary Baptist Church. You, you and your wife just joined a, a couple weeks ago. Am I right? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So now, listen. Um, uh, I, I wanted to reach out to you. Uh, I know you guys have started the uh, the orientation, and from my understanding, you you finished one one class of the orientation. You got three more to go. Is that right? Yes. All right, all right, all right. So first of all, I want to say welcome to Mount Sinai, and 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 I hope you are enjoying yourself. I I know that you and your wife are, are a mixed couple. You you're Caucasian, and she's she's black. Are you uh, are you liking the church so far, uh, Grant? Absolutely, we really are enjoying it. Uh, we completed our first orientation, and uh, yeah, so far we're really enjoying it. Okay, okay. Did I catch you at a bad time? Uh, I am at work right now, but it's okay. I've got a couple. I've got a couple minutes. Okay, okay. Well, I just wanted to call you, man. I, I was worried. I know you, because I don't think you know this, but you are the first Caucasian to join our church, and I just want to make sure you kind of knew uh, the language and and just uh, just kind of knowing what the black church is all about. And there's certain sayings and different things I think you should know. So that, uh, you know, uh, I just don't want you to say the, the wrong thing while you're at the church. Does that make sense? Uh, okay. Okay. So so what I wanted to do, like, I, I wanted to give you a little black church quiz. So you can kind of, maybe if you could it'll let me know where you are, you know, if you're on a, a lower level or a high level as far as being knowledgeable about the black church. Like, fill, fill this blank in for me, Grant. If, and if you don't mind, I just want to take a little bit of your time and I'll let you get back to work. But first of all, give a blank to God. Give a... What, what, would, what would go in that blank right there? First of all, give a blank to God. Yeah, uh, all I can think of top of my head is give, give thanks to God. Uh, no, see, that's wrong. See, that's wrong. For, see, uh, see, what it is is, first of all, give a honor to God. 
All right. Remember that. Oh. First of all, give an honor to God. You got that? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. First of all, give an honor to God, who is the blank of my life. What 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 goes in the blank? First of all, I'm, give an honor to God, who is the blank of my life. The love of my life. No. No. See, that's 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 wrong. First of all, give an honor to God, who is the head of my life. Do, do, are you, you sure? That? I'm sorry. Okay. I, I was just. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? Oh, I'm definitely sure about man. Don't don't don't. Uh, what, what I don't want you to do is question what, what I, I know. I'm from the black church. I know you. Okay, no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't you. questioning you, sir. I wasn't. Que- I'm sorry. I've just always heard it that way. But okay, so so uh, I'm trying to give you the understanding of knowing what the black church is about. You understand? I understand. I just I pre- no. I appreciate you. I'm, I apologize, sir. Okay. Now, now, um, look, I, I don't know these answers, obviously, but I, I've got a meeting i got to get to here in a minute. Like, like this, I'm curious, does everyone in the church get these phone calls? Well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, Grant. I know you have a meeting, but what's more important, your meeting or knowing uh, your position at the black church? What, what What's more important? <laughs> I really don't have time for this right now. I can't believe this is actually happening. Like, does, you, does your pastor even know that you're calling me right now? Well, no, I, I I took the liberty of myself when I realized you was Caucasian that I would call and try to help you, so you would know what to do when you're in the black church when people are saying certain things. You okay, okay, Grant, if you don't mind, just do this for me, Grant. Like, do do you know what hooping is? Hooping? Like hula hooping? Uh, no. Hooping is when the pastor is at the end of his sermon. So listen to this. Good God Almighty. Do that for me if you, if you would, Grant. Oh, Lord. Oh, God Almighty. No, no, no. no. One, one more. You, you, let's just keep, come on. You, you with me now. Oh, Lord. Good God Almighty. Uh, Try it again, Grant. This. I can't believe I'm doing this. Oh, Lord, oh, yeah. Oh, God almighty. Okay. Hey, hey, Grant, do you think maybe it's possible that me and you can have some sessions before you come back to the church and I can prepare you more? Hey, man, look, listen, you have caught me at a really bad time, and I'm, I'm, I'm quite honestly just so frustrated. Like, I've never heard of a quiz like this. I'm, I'm really offended, to be honest with you. Like, do you guys not want me to go to your church anymore? Like, a matter of fact, dude, you should be calling my wife right now. She's black. Well, she should already know the queerest question. You the one don't know her. Why am I going to call her? I should call you. I am at work right now. I have a meeting to get to in just a minute. I don't know what you're doing. And I, I hold on a second. I have got to close my office door. This is so embarrassing. I have never ever received a phone call like this in my life and you better be lucky i mean i want to talk to your pastor i am going to talk to him next sunday no joke well i didn't mean for you to get hostile like that i didn't mean to get you i didn't mean to upset you or nothing like that well can i can i can i can i say something else to you one last thing and i have to go okay i just want to let you know that this his nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Carolyn got me to prank phone call you. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I am so sorry. I am so sorry, sir. <laughs> Grant, you got to do it for me one more time. 
Come on now. Come on. <laughs> Coming up next, ask the CLO with our Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, First Lady Jill Biden invited the losing Iowa ladies basketball team to the White House, and Miss Angel Reese was not happy about it. We'll talk about Stop. that. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. yeah. Come on really? now. Yeah. Uh, plus, uh, Wiz Khalifa, the rapper, is tired about of uh, people talking about how bad his feet look. Ooh. So he wrote a poem about it, okay? That ain't going to help your feet, though, though. No. A poem, man. Surgery. Ooh, what you need. Stop talking about his feet. <laughs> finally, finally, uh, some sad news here. Condolence is going out to the Wayans family for the death of their father, their beloved father. That's wow. all at the top of the wow. hour. But right now, yeah, it is time to ask the CLO. Moving to Sharonda and Tyler. Sharonda writes, my husband and I have a night set aside that we hang out with our friends. My night is Friday, and he goes out on Saturday. I see couples that go out together all the time, but he prefers to be with his friends without me. Is that good or bad? Mm. Well, it depends on how long y'all been married, and depends on what y'all doing. And I don't know either one of those, so it's hard for me it's not bad. Everybody needs some me time. If you want your marriage to survive, you got to have me time. Nobody mm-hmm. should be tucked up under nobody else all the time. Everybody need me time. Right. You know, I got mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Fine and everything. But man, he just needs some damn me time. <laughs> and you do, too. Oh, you yeah. need to just sit with your girls so y'all can do what y'all do. Because women have different mm-hmm. conversations when ain't no men around. Go do yes, that. Do. En- yes. Enjoy your life. Now, if your Fine. husband ain't cheating and you ain't got no evidence of him cheating, let the man go out with his friend. Damn, you going out with your girls. Now, the problem is if y'all don't ever have no we night. Date nights. Yeah. There you you go. keep having just me yeah. nights and y'all don't ever do a we night, that's when you're in trouble. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Yeah. All right. Uh, Taewon in Jupiter says, I'm 30 and I'm having an affair with a guy that I met online. He's afraid of my husband, so he wants to have sex in the car in remote places. I'm scared of an axe murderer coming out of the woods. So how do I convince him to get us to a hotel, to get us a hotel room? Mm. Taewon, listen to me. Uh, Axe murderer. How did you, how are you having an affair with a punk? He's scared of your husband. And he's supposed he's to be scared of your husband. What is you dating this punk ass for? <laughs> he ain't got enough money to get no room. You mm-hmm. stupid. You having an affair with somebody that ain't even worth the risk. Yeah. Affair-ish. Yeah. You ain't affair-ish. Yeah. <laughs> you, in a, you in a car somewhere because he afraid of your husband. Mm-hmm. Now, Taewon. Let's hope this ain't your real name, because it ain't but a couple Taiwans. It might be Taiwan. <laughs> Taiwan, Taiwan. You need to you need to leave this boy alone. He ain't, he ain't got nothing to offer. He don't even have hotel money. 
Mm-mm. Look, man, if you you want to have an affair, scared and cheap, you date this punk. Right. You just a punk. You falling for a punk. You need to upgrade. Yeah. If and you don't have an affair, damn, have a man. Get a man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the lesson. All right. Yeah. The Everglades just. Oh, I'm scared of your husband. Let's stay in this car. I don't want him to see me. That's how he talks. She's scared That's of an axe murderer. Yeah. Well, why don't you just come on through it right here? Let's know. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. Don't go in there. We don't need to be seen in no parking lot. I only, I only got money for hotels that got doors face the parking lot. He going to see us. Mm-mm. Moving Girl, on stop, to stop asking me for no. We just be in this car. You know, you saw your husband. He big. <laughs> Moving on oh, to man. DeAndre and Douglas. I know he's going to hit me. He's going to hit me, ain't he? I, oh. I don't want him to hit me. DeAndre says, I keep getting calls from an unknown number, and I get, I caught my husband peeking at my phone one time. He suggested I get my number changed so the calls will stop, and that has me suspicious. Why is he more concerned than I am? Mm. What? What? Yeah. How are you dumping this on him? Uh. (laughs) How is he more concerned than I am? Yeah. Uh, Your husband. That's what she wants to know. His wife is getting what you say calls from unknown numbers. As a protection measure, your husband says you ought to change your number. Why is he more concerned than me? Because the um, real man, we good at two things. What's that? Providing and protecting. Now, we good at both them things. Now, we may fall short in the, you know, romance department, the communication department, the nurturing department. We might yeah. fall short in remembering department, but if you got a man, he got to have them two things right there, protection and provision. Mm. Now, he trying to protect you. That's, you asking a really ignorant question. Really? Yeah. Why is he more concerned than me? What? So you trying to make it think he, he think you cheating, so he must be cheating. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, That's a stretch. Yeah. That's girl, a stretch. Long, girl, go to bed. Go lay down. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye, Deandra. All right, Annalise in Newark. We're moving on to Annalise. Annalise says, I work with a bunch of haters that don't like me because I got a new car, and I carry myself differently. I don't talk to them, and I keep to myself. I got a message from my boss that I'm not a team player. How do I coexist with these haters? Well, wait a minute now. Did all this start happening after you got the new car? <laughs> all of this. You mean a car? Then change your attitude? Mm-hmm. You see this Audi said, out here? She said they don't like me because I got a new car. That's what she said. So then she, she stopped talking to him. And but I she keep bringing up the car, though. Huh? She keep bringing yeah, up the car. Yeah, it's the car. She yeah. brand new. It's kind of like yeah. on the judge show that time I had this man, him and his uh-huh. wife, uh, was trying to sue the lady down the street for knocking over their mailbox. She knocked the mailbox over, and she offered Clearly. to fix it. Mm-hmm. She was running late for a job interview. She's single mother with three. She was going to be late for the interview. She hit the people's mailbox, oh, but she, as soon as she got at work, she called him and told him, I hit your mailbox. I'm sorry, but I was rushing. Now, they come to court. They Christians now. We go to church 
And we don't like people trying to do us like this. And then this man come talking about, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm trying to cheat you. I got a $100,000 car. Mm, right there. What? Dog, we in court. I said, hold up, man. What the hell I got to do with this mailbox? Because I got a $100,000 car, Your Honor. What? I said, I was so damn confused looking at him. Come on, Judge Steve. Yeah. You got to see that episode because I end up cussing him out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he rushing to get this job. It was no. horrible case. No. But no, your car ain't that important, baby. You ain't talking to people because you got a new car. Your car ain't going to stay new. You do know that, don't you? <laughs> All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, time to kick off today's entertainment news. Yes, ma'am. But before we do that, Miss Shirley Strawberry, guys, we have to congratulate our girl Shirley Strawberry. Shirley has mm-hmm. been named once again Radio Inc.'s most influential women in radio. She made the list. Oh, yes, our girl is a legend. She's an icon. Oh, Miss Shirley, that's it. Congratulations, oh, yeah. Shirley Strawberries. <laughs> And Cheryl Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, Carla. Thank You're you welcome, my radio right, sister. Got the Congrats name, the voice, all of it. All of it. All of it. 
Shut them down. I love Shirley me some girl. radio. Yes, yes, <laughs> I <man>. do. <laughs> Congrats. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And other entertainment news. We are still so happy for the LSU ladies for winning the championship over Iowa on Sunday. But, but listen to this. I mean, mm-hmm. since when has the losing team ever been invited to the White House? Is this a thing now? What's happening? No, it's not. First Lady Jill Biden invited both teams to the White House during a speech in Colorado on Monday. The First Lady praised Iowa's sportsmanship and congratulated both teams on their performances. She said, quote, I know we'll have the champions come to the White House. We always do. So we hope LSU will come, she said. But, you know, I'm going to tell Joe that I think Iowa should come, too, because they played such a good game. What? No. You don't get participation yeah. trophies in real life. What <laughs> right. the hell are you doing yeah, at the White yeah. House and you lost? Yeah, right. when or by, you know, 17. by 17. By yeah. 17. come on now. By 17. What you doing? I want Iowa to come too. This ain't what this is. This ain't no little eight-year-old league with little kids in it. You lost. You don't get to go to damn White House. So, uh, when LSU star player Angel Reese got wind of the First Lady's invitation for Iowa, she responded in a tweet by simply calling it, quote, a joke. All right? She said yeah. this is a joke. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Because oh, this goodness. doesn't happen normally. Uh, you it know. never does. Is, that, is, that, is, yeah. that, is it a prank? You know, I normally pick up on pranks. Is that what yeah. it is? April Fool's. <laughs> it's a Something. I think it's two things. What? You know what it is. I think it's that number 22 Clark. Yeah, Caitlin She's Clark. She's very yes. popular. And in the sport, whenever they can, you know. And then Iowa had an all-white oh. team. Oh. Yeah, they did. We you lost. And they lost. I so now, you know, here we come. That's never happened before. That ain't how this works. Never. Yeah. And now LSU don't get to enjoy their moment because they got to share it with Iowa. Exactly. Yeah. Iowa they ain't sharing that. They, they ain't sharing that trophy. Well, Joe ain't step up and say nothing. Why Joe ain't step in and say something and say that, on, baby, that ain't what we do? That's your wife. What you talking about? I know. And he's know. a little busy right now. Uh, yeah. All right. No. I'm going to tell Joe I think both of them are the code. We don't. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> we the people don't. What you going to give Dr. them? Dr. Jill, no. No, no Dr. No. Jill. We, no, we got you don't get to go you, to Dr. the Jill. White House no. for playing good. You're right. <laughs> they lost by 17. Dog. I didn't even know that, Carla. The second place person don't even get on the Wheaty box. <laughs> no. Champion what, what, breakfast of champions. What are you doing, man? <laughs> All right. All right. No, no please don't go. Participation. Uh, graciously decline. All right. <laughs> All right, so moving on to this crazy story. Rapper Wiz Khalifa has penned a new poem for Junior, penned a new poem for all of the haters that have talked about his feet. Wiz had posted pictures of himself barefoot, and all his fans were able to focus on were his ashy feet that were very unattractive, and they started roasting his feet in the comments. So Wiz took to social media over the weekend and shared his poem with the 75 million followers. Here's Wiz's poem, or part of it anyway. It's 
says, quote, stop making jokes about my feet because that sugar honey iced tea ain't funny. Y'all keep making jokes about my feet, but B, I got money. You ain't going to say it to my face, but y'all talk about me when I'm gone. Your toes probably look like that, too, but you got nail polish on. <laughs> when I seen all those tweets, you can imagine how I felt. I get pedicures, but my feet still dry. So don't laugh. Send help. Stop talking about my feet, because that sugar honey iced tea ain't funny. Y'all keep making jokes about my feet, but B, I got money. <laughs> So that's the poem. Buy yeah. some new feet, then. Don't you? Well, you got you money, got, buy some new feet. What? <laughs> you got money, I'm a, I'm a, no, I think if you got money, I'm going to just strongly suggest, suggest a bottle of corn huskers lotion. You know, so uh, you got pedicures and they still ashes because you don't oil them. Yeah, you yeah. got to put No, would you get the pedicure? Don't mean you're supposed to just leave them there. All you got to do, now, I ain't seen his feet, nor do I give a damn. I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hell, since he writing poems, let's write one. Okay. You got bad feet. Uh-huh. What you want us to do. <laughs> we would have never seen them if you hadn't put them on Instagram. Not what you want us to do. <laughs> you flexing and talking about you got money? Then damn it, spend it. Get you some lubrication. You can even try honey. <laughs> it's a lot of people I agree with you, Khalifa, that's really got bad feet. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But damn, man, you put it out here so far, all we can do now is tweet. <laughs> now, you can stop asking me not to say a damn thing about your foot. Uh, I knew they was bad soon as I took a look. <laughs> Bunions and corns and toenails going other ways. <laughs> Wiz, you shouldn't have put them toes on Instagram. Not uh, today. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> J-Rap right there, baby. You Coming put your foot in it. minutes you after the hour, it. it is Wellness Wednesday, and Steve is going to tell about his Elevate Healthy Green Powders right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, your new product, Elevate, flying off the shelves, all of that. Uh, everybody's taking it. They love it. Can you tell us about it and, and maybe share a testimonial from someone that has seen great results since starting Elevate? It's just crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. I don't know what to tell y'all. Okay. This is how crazy it is. What? I got frat brothers using it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even ask me for it. They actually went online and ordered it, which I was stunned. <laughs> yeah. Usually uh-huh. people know you. You know they want something free, man. Can you send me some? And I, uh-huh. I ain't had uh-huh. it yet. Uh-huh. They already know don't call me with that. Because uh-huh. all these brothers are doing good, working. Uh-huh. Got great careers, man. Successful. Some of my friends is retired. Uh-huh. It was about five of my partners, man. I met this one, man. I'm retired, man. I'm thinking, what the hell am I doing wrong? <laughs> right. But this Elevate You, I'm telling you, man, is a game changer for a lot of people. Okay. Uh, there's a woman that works for me who is uh, in her 40s, and she told me the other day, she said, Mr. Harvey, I've been taking Elevate You, and I got to tell you, it took about three weeks, but it kicked in. Mm. She said, oh, my God, I really feel it. Because, you know, everybody's different. 
Some people feel the difference in a week, some two. She said it took me three weeks. She said I was beginning to think it wasn't going to work for me. But my energy level has really spiked. You know, it, it helps with brain fog. You know, you, you right. listen, man, you know how brain fog is. You walk in the room, and then when you get in there, you don't know what you went in there for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all yeah. the time. Uh, and you have yeah. to go back out. <laughs> and you know, your, it, it, it may, steps. yeah, you know, it may help you with that. But it helps for more clear thinking, that's for sure, because it helps you on your cellular level. Everybody, it's Elevate You, L apostrophe E-V-A-T-E-U.com. Just go online, order, get your subscription, because when you start using it, you ain't got to worry about it. They'll just send it to you. It works. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you telling it us. It works. <laughs> Stop your energy level round up. in your life. Look at me, man. I get up in yeah. the morning. <laughs> you on team. Stop you sitting around in your life uh, being in misery when you can do something about it. Okay. Look, man, if you just got your energy up, right. if you just felt better, you wasn't so blah all the time, that would help you right there. Man, elevateyou.com is the product. You can go online. We got some testimonials. You can hear it for yourself. All right. All right. I ain't going to keep telling you because I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I ain't going to keep telling you. You just keep being you. Man, I done told you, but I ain't going to keep telling you. <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour. Sister Odell will be joining us today right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are here, ladies and gentlemen, and well, so is she, Sister Odell. Ooh. Ooh, my Lord. Goodness and mercy, follow me. Whoa, goodness. From him, Lord mm. Jesus, is all I'll ever need. Man. But I can't <laughs> help myself. Well, well, <laughs> well, well, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Carly, Mississippi, little girl, uh, Junior, Tommy. Mm. Hello, Shirley. Hello, sister. Good. What y'all? What y'all talking about today? You don't give me long. We're talking about a lot, Sister Odell, but we wanted to to let you know that Steve was in Cleveland this past Sunday. He was at his home church. Yes, I heard about about it. Mm, You did. Oh, the church grapevine was talking about it. Yeah, he Uh, went to this church as a boy. Yeah, they got to calling Steve Harvey and walked up in the church. How? So, so. Rumor has it that you were there. Were you there, Sister Odell? Yes, I was sitting over there in the other corner. He didn't swing by. He didn't know me. They, they surrounded him, you know. Uh-huh. And they was on him, you know. Protection, uh-huh. his bodyguards. You know, they stuff. make yeah. more out of him than needs to be. Y'all be <laughs> yeah. oh, he's, he's not all famous. that, Sister Odell. Well, he, he, he is famous, but he ain't more famous than who we came in there to see. Amen, oh, sister. Oh, 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 right. Right now. Oh, Lord. Well, now. A whole word. Why y'all running up on him? You need to be heading towards the cross with the same amount of enthusiasm. Oh, that's a whole word. That's what they need to do. 
sitting up in here, you know. Yes, but I was there. It was nice. He hugged his nephew so long, stood up in the front of the church hugging him, and they were just crying, holding each other. It was a sweet moment, you know. But I wanted him to sit down, though, so we could get on with the service. Yes, ma'am. Once again, yeah. You know, if you came to church more often, you wouldn't have to cry so hard when you did come. Did you Did you try to get a picture with him? I don't take pictures with celebrities. Celebrities? Celebrities? That's what I said. I don't take pictures with celebrities. Yes, ma'am. I don't do that. Well, why not? I mean, it's a once-in-a-lifetime chance. Well, I'm waiting to see Jesus. Well, yes, yes ma'am, we If I want to see Steve, I'll cut the TV on. He all fairly few. <laughs> <laughs> but in person to get a picture with him? I done I mean, told you, Shirley. I'm trying to get a picture with Jesus. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The only ones that counts. Yes, ma'am. You yes, take that ma'am. picture of you and Steve up to that gate if you want to. That ain't passed. <laughs> You're not getting in. You ain't Just getting be in sitting up that. there. You know how many people going to have his picture thinking he's getting in? And if he don't straighten his ass up, he, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mm, you know, he might not careful. get in. You know he questionable. You know. <laughs> you know. Well, Sister Odell, did you also hear about Dr. Jill Biden wanting to bring the losing team in? You know, I heard that they ain't never done that before. The loser don't get to go. But you know what that is. They want something to come up there because they all white in team in Iowa. Mm -hmm. Ain't have a black baby on that team nowhere. How you got a basketball team and ain't got a black person on it? Uh (laughs) Whole starting five, just big old white slow girls. <laughs> they had that one Larry Bird looking little heifer. Woo, that girl can play. <laughs> Larry Bird said, Boy, that, is, that must be Larry Bird with an operation. <laughs> well, it's Holy Week this week, too, yeah. Sister Odell. You ready? Well, but hold up, though. Let me finish saying what I was going to say about that little girl, number 22. Uh-huh. Yeah. That little girl can hoop. I tell you one thing, she need to urinate in a cup. Because <laughs> something what? going on. He got to take a drug test. <laughs> Sister Odell. He lost and hit 30. <laughs> he got to take a drug test because I'm we telling go. you right now. We gotta have go. you ever seen her and Larry Bird at the same time? <laughs> a prank phone call with the nephew coming All up All right, now. Oh, Y'all take God. care. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, you get what you pay for. Now, that Mm. is a true statement. That is a true statement. We'll find out what this letter is all about in just a few. Because right now, it is time for the nephew and the prank phone call for today. What you got for us, Neff? I'm digging uh, in the archives right now. Give me a moment, please, if you would. Let me figure out which one I want to do. We're You're leading up to, to Easter. <laughs> I know, I know. We're leading up to Easter. You. you know, it's church time. I want something good in Easterish or churches. Resurrectionist. <laughs> Let's do hot chicks at the church. Hot uh-huh. chicks at the church. Hot chicks. That's what I picked today. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, it's Holy Week. Let's keep it holy. Hot checks at the church. That ain't holy enough. This don't sound holy. Hot checks. It's ho- it was, it was, when they wrote the whole check, it was holy. Holy, <laughs> holy moly. Hot checks at the church. Let's go, cat dog. 
Hello. Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach a Monica, Sister Monica, please. Who's calling? This is uh Brother Deshaun. I'm calling. Actually, I'm a member of um, Greater Missionary Baptist Church. How can I help you? Calling you actually about the offering. Now, did you? You? I know you paid your tithes. Yeah, paid I pay a, my tithes every Sunday. Okay. Now you paid a love offering as well, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Now this past Sunday, um, I'm looking at a check that you left us with bank. Right, right. I sure did. I wrote a check Sunday. Okay. Now the check, ma'am, was two hundred and fifty dollars. Am I correct? Right, right. I wrote two checks for my tithes and the love offering. Right. I wrote one for two fifty for the love offering. Okay. Now. What is this call regarding? Why are you calling me? What well, What I wanted to tell you is that I hate to be a bear of bad news, but your your check that you wrote for two fifty actually has bounced. And, and you, wait a minute, you said my check bounced for two hundred and fifty dollars. Your check bounced. So what? What I'm doing is calling you about recouping the two fifty, as well as you know, you you cost us thirty dollars uh, uh, in bank fees. Wait, wait a minute now. I wrote two checks. I wrote a check for a hundred dollars. Did that one bounce? I don't see to it that 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 one bounced. All I know is the one that the love offering has bounced. Well, did you put them in at the same time? Because I wrote them at the same time. They all go in on Monday, ma'am. Now, I didn't put them in at the same time. I've been putting them in for the last two, three years. The problem is, why would people write these? What is your name? I'm Brother Deshaun. And you was there this Sunday? I was there. I don't think it matters when I was there, ma'am. The problem is, is that I didn't put these checks in, and I don't understand why y'all write these checks to the church. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Knowing what that you they mean y'all bomb. write these checks? There's a lot of people My write checks these. checks are good. Well, not, I don't what, write bad checks. Well, why do we? one clear, why the other one didn't clear? Maybe you didn't have enough money for both of them to clear. What? The, what did you just say? Maybe you didn't have enough money in the bank for both of them to clear. And I don't understand why people I write these. I got plenty of money in the bank. And all my checks clear. I don't write no rubber checks. Well, you wrote one on Sunday. And that's the problem. How are you going to try to give a look? Wait a minute. I think you got me confused with somebody else. I don't write no bad checks. You done wrote this. I'm trying to be nice to you. I'm trying to be nice to you. When can we expect the $250 plus the $30? So we wait, $30? That's the bank fees, ma'am, for the doggone check bouncing. My check didn't bounce. I'm going to check my bank. And if my check clear, you're going to pay me $30 for calling me, harassing me about a $250 check bounce. I don't write no Why would you write check? What, you you want to sit up in the church and write these big number checks when you know you ain't got it in the bank? What, what the did you say? I said, why would you write these checks when the money ain't in there? Let me tell you one thing. I don't write no bad checks. And you got a lot of calling me telling me my check bounced. Your check is the one that has bounced. And I'll you tell you what you do. Since my check bounced, you pay the since you got all the money. And don't call me with this again. Hello? Don't you hang up on me no more. When are we going to get this 250 and this $30? from the church to my I wrote a bad check. I don't write no You did write a bad check. I didn't write no bad check. Yes, you Wait did. Wait a minute. Why are you calling me? Why the treasure don't call me at church? The treasure is the busy. Deacon, I ain't never know the deacon call nobody about no bad check. Your <laughs> is full of <laughs> Thank you. You got the money. I, I ain't got... I, who in the hell is that in the background? Who is that? Never mind who it is. We both go to the same church. And you gonna call me to my I wrote a bad check. You don't you call me no more. And if the check bad, you pay it, okay? Do pastor know you talking like this? Do pastor know you calling me? 
Can you answer that? I, look, when are we going to get this $280 is what we're looking for from you? I wrote a check for $250. And the, you will and, not get $280. You, you put the $30 with it. You put $250 in there, it bounced. $30 cost us on bank fees. That's $280. When can the church expect their money? Never. Not no $280. You will never get $280. You're going to make me and come by your... And my check then... What did you say? I'm going to do what? You're going to make me come by your house and get this money. Bring your on. Bring it. Bring your on. What is the address on Look this on check? check? I got it off the check. Well, bring your on. I bet you you'll be limping back. I'm, and I'm watching you. You better not be spending no money nowhere. You better not spend nothing till I get this two fifty plus thirty. Whatever I want to, okay? No, you don't. You know what? I am, and you don't call me no more with this because my check did not bounce. I don't see how one check went through and the other bounced. Let me say this to you: We cannot accept you back into the house of the Lord no more until. What did you say? You are not. Don't you come in there Sunday until I'm we get coming the, up in there Sunday, and uh, I'm gonna make sure I find your. Because you the person I want to see. You go. And you know what? I'm going to call the pastor right now and ask him. Because I don't believe my check bounce. You full of Well, let me say this before you call pastor. I no, got... no, I'm going to call pastor. No, you should have talked with pastor before you call me with this information. I got one more thing I need what to you, say to you. You ain't got nothing to say to me. You done upset me with this I... Talking about I bounced a check. You should have went to pastor before you called me with this I told pastor when I got... But I got one more thing to say before I leave. Is you listening? What what do you got to say to me? What do you have to say now that you're going to pay the check? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. What, <laughs> Wait, what did you say? <laughs> Baby, this what is... What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? I say this is Nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend has pranked you. I'm going to beat that <laughs> she just left here flying out the door in a hurry. No, she didn't. I'm a <laughs> that. Let me ask you one more thing, though, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show. <laughs> You know, the church didn't change now. They got ATMs and they got, they got, uh, the church I go to got cash out. You know, they different yeah. now. You can't, yeah. you can't bounce no yeah. check no more now. Zell, you know, it's, it's immediate. Uh, it's they, it's immediate. Uh, it's immediate. Bitcoin, everything. They take it Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> Down in <Stop>. the market. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get this money one way or the other. We're going to get this paper. That's what we're going to do. Wow. April 15th is going down. The Laugh and Love Show. April 15th, the Laugh and Love Show. That is in Bowling Green, Kentucky at the Sky Pack. Tickets on sale right now. That is Nephew Tommy and Life Jennings. That's Laugh and Love. Also joining us is Bubba Dub. Now laying in the cut. Laying in the cut. Oh, my God. Me and Lou Nell together. At the Keswick Theater in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, okay. April 29th. Tickets on sale right now. That's Nephew Tommy and Lou Nell. That's stupid and most stupid. I don't think he can get no more ignorant than that right there. I yeah, really that's don't. it. That's, yeah. that's high up there. <laughs> yeah. food that's the limit. <laughs> <laughs> way up on the ignorant chain right there. That's way up there. Yeah. Tommy and Lou Nell at the Keswick, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, April the 29th. Tickets are on sale right now. Philly. Sound like Philly to me. Hit it back. All right. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter, the subject you get what you pay for. You get what you mm -hmm. pay for. We'll find out what that's all about right after this. How much she costs?
How much she cost? Did she cost? Was, I'm just asking. <laughs> was it a charge? What? I'm you sorry. What I you just pay asked. for it. You get what you pay you for. Think before you speak. <laughs> no. People been buying it. I mean, <laughs> we'll get into today's strawberry letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, or more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. All you have to do is click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know. It could be yours. So write us, please. Write us. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Subject, thank you, nephew. You get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 28-year-old executive, and I have all that I need because I learned at an early age that I have a moneymaker below my waist. I was raised by a single mother and a real fly auntie that has always been for the streets. I used to stay with my aunt after school, and she always had a different man around fixing up her little raggedy house. She always got fresh flowers sent to her and she always had nice things. When I was 12 years old, my grandma told me that my aunt got whatever she wanted from men and I could too. I had the body of a grown woman by my 18th birthday, so I started using it to get the things I wanted and needed in my life. When I moved into my first first place, I had this older man buy me a washer and dryer, a sofa, and a patio set after he paid my rent for three months. 
He didn't require much from me, but I gave myself to him because I felt like I owed him that. As I got older, I wanted to settle down. I cut off all my sugar daddies and I set up an online dating profile. Two years ago, I met a doctor and we have been dating for almost two years. Lately, he stopped doing the nice things he used to do for me. He started off taking me to the best shops and restaurants and he would send flowers to my job and shower me with gifts. Now he treats me like we're an old married couple. He's got a high sex drive and so do I, but I told him we're putting sex on hold for now. He flipped out on me and he called me a gold digger because I switched things up on him. I told him, you get what you pay for. Is it gold diggerish to handle him like this since we're in a relationship? What did I do wrong? Well, you did everything wrong. I mean, this sounds like pay for play. This sounds like prostitution. This sounds like a whole, what? This letter is crazy right here. You, you, I think you got caught up with the doctor as well. Um, you, you can say that you use men to get what you want because, you know, you got a moneymaker below your waist and all of that. But this time, I think he's got you. I mean, I guess your your mom and your auntie or your grandmother, whoever, uh, the auntie that was for the streets didn't tell you about that part that sometimes you can get caught up as well. Uh, you're never supposed to catch feelings for these guys because before you know it, they'll flip it on you and do do just what you're doing to them. Uh, they'll do that to you. And now you're looking for him and wondering about him and what he's doing and why he's not buying you stuff like before. You cutting him off and telling him you get what you pay for sounds like prostitution on your part. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it also means he's mad and he's starting to take you for granted. He probably thinks you shouldn't have to, he shouldn't have to buy you stuff anymore. It's been two years because you guys have been together for a while now. Now he's calling you a gold digger so he won't have to continue paying for you. This is kind of how this goes. You know, it started off one way, but two years later, it's into a whole nother different situation. And by you saying you get what you pay for, I mean, what does that make you? Come on, think about it. Steve? I got this letter figured out right away. This ain't going to take me long. And I don't know if I'm going to take my time doing this. So here we go. Pay attention, ladies. Anybody need to hear this? Especially if you feel like this young lady does. 28-year-old executive, I have all that I need because I learned at an early age that I have a moneymaker below my waist. Well, do you know that that's not new information? Do you know that every single living female has one? Do you know that? But the fact that you refer to it as a moneymaker, this is the mistake you're making. Because what you have is valuable. But when you refer to it as a moneymaker, well, we're talking about something else now. That's the oldest profession in the world. I was raised by a single mother and a real fly aunt that always has been for the streets. I used to stay with my aunt after school, and she always had a different man around. Fixing up her little raggedy house. I'm going to come right back to that in a minute. She always got fresh, fresh flowers sent to her. She always had nice things. But see, you said something a minute ago that was key. Fixing up her little raggedy house. Oh, we got money for flowers. We'll give you a couch. 
We give you things to go in your little raggedy house. But you know what a man ain't going to do? He ain't going to put you in no home. Because you got to show a different type of value to get a home out the deal. See, ain't nobody finna make a home with you. They're just going to keep putting little stuff in your aunt's ragged-ass house. And watch this. Uh, my grandmama told me that my aunt got whatever she wanted from me, and I could too. I had the body of a grown woman by the time my 18th birthday, so I started using it to get things I wanted and needed in my life. When I moved into my first place, here you go, just like your aunt, her little ragged-ass house, guess what you had to do? You had to get your own first place. I had this older man buy me a washer and dryer, a sofa, a patio set, and he paid rent for three months. You know what he did? He put things in your little raggedy-ass house. But guess what he didn't do? He ain't give you no home. You see where I'm going with this? When I come back, the rest of the heartbreak story is on the way. All right, Steve, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, you get what you pay for. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. And you're going to pay for what you get. See, that's part you listen, missing, long lady. You get what you pay for, but you forgot, though, you got to pay for what you get. And so here you go, because you got this banging body by the time you was 18. You should go over to your aunt's house and stay. Your aunt was always about them streets, you say. So your aunt had a different man over there all the time. And they was giving her things, and you said fixing up her little raggedy house. Oh, they put flowers in it. They did all types of nice things for her, but they didn't give her no home. Oh, a man is slick. See, see, see. Once he finds, once a man find out you tricky, and he know you tricky, you're not finna trick him. So let's give the tricker some trinkets. So your aunt had a bunch of trinkets. Never had a real man. Never had a great house. Cause she lived in a ragged ass house. And they just put little stuff in it. Then your grandmama told you that you could be like your aunt, get whatever you want, cause you had a grown woman body. So you started using it to get things you wanted and needed in your life. Then here we go. Here you go, repeating just like your aunt. When I moved into my first place, ain't nobody buy that for you. So you moved into your little ragged-ass house. Then I had older men buy me a washing dry. I had this older man buy me a washing dry, some things, a sofa, some things. Bought you a patio set, some things. See, you think you're doing something. See, old men got money because they've been alive for a long time. So, yeah, an older man going to have more money than a 30-year-old do. He got a little extra expendable income because he probably got all that at his house. So buying you a little patio set down at Sun Patio that he saw on sale for, uh, you know, $189. You get the umbrella, the table, the four chairs, a chase, flow <laughs> like mat, that. welcome mat. Yeah, he yeah. got that for you. You thought you had something. But go back and look at it. That's that Sun Patio. They throw themselves every weekend doing something. And then, but I gave myself to him because I felt like I owed him that. Yeah, because that's what you was trained to do with your grown woman body. You exchange your precious body for trinkets. 
As I got older, I wanted to settle down. Oh, but watch how this worked out. I cut off all my sugar daddies and set up an online dating profile. Two years ago, I met a doctor. We've been dating for almost two years. Two years now. And now lately, he stopped doing the nice things he used to do for me. He started out taking me to the best shops and restaurants. He would send flowers to my job, shower me with gifts. Now he treats me like we're an old married couple. He got a high sex drive and so do I. But I told him we putting sex on hold for now. He flipped out on me. He called me a gold digger. Excuse me? Excuse me? He called you what? A gold digger? Um, what's the problem? You use your body to dig for gold. Ain't that what you said? Excuse me? Why are you writing this letter? What part of this is Shirley and I supposed to help you with? I switched things up on him. He called you a gold digger because I switched things up on him. I told him you get what you pay for. So you told this to a doctor that you get what you pay for. But see, the reason he changed because he started seeing signs in you. He started seeing things about you. He started discovering you wasn't about nothing. See, because you don't realize it, but you kept some of your ways. You always sitting up at the nice shop, ain't putting nothing in the table with him. He ain't see no future. You're the man, a doctor. He ain't finna care you nowhere. You don't know how to act. You're, up here, you're spending all this money. You accept everything. You don't get this man a card or nothing. Is it gold diggerish to handle him like this since we're in a relationship? What? Hmm. Are you stupid? All your relationships have been sugar daddies. All your relationships have been you trading your body for things, and now you want to know in a relationship, is it gold diggers to handle him like this since we're in a relationship? What did I do wrong? You don't, you, you keep having arrangements. You don't have relationships. You have arrangements. I'm going to give you this for this banging body, this moneymaker I got below my waist, and y'all give me things. Now, they done filled up your little ragged-ass apartment just like they filled up your aunt's ragged-ass house. Every man you meet is willing to give you things to make your house look better, and ain't now one of the men going to give you no home. That doctor not finna marry you. Are you crazy? Are you kidding me? You think this man, this doctor, is going to marry you? And then you verbally said it. You get what you pay for. Once you say that to a man, I promise you, you can't take that back because you are messing with the one of the two things that we are good at, protection and provision. And once you start downplaying our provision ability, yeah, you're right. You get what you pay for, but let me tell you something else. You're going to pay for what you get, and now you finna pay. Now, you need to go somewhere and sit your little fine, dusty behind down somewhere and let your little thing settle down somewhere, because right now I got too much activity on it. Okay. You, uh, you I-95 coming out of Florida. Leave your comments on today's Strawberry you a drug Letter. route. On Instagram at Steve Harvey FM, and check out the Strawberry Letter the train podcast. Station. Coming up next, it is Sports Talk with Junior. You got right arrival and departure time. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. Junior, what you got? You know what, Carla, I just saw what you sent me. You know, this is so crazy that this young lady, Angel Reese, is getting this much flack for yep. something that she did. I, I mean, everybody's coming for her. And it's so yes. crazy because now I don't even know who this guy is, but he tweeted that she, Angel Reese, is a classless piece of sugar honey iced tea. 
Wow. But that's okay. Shaq tweeted right back on that same thread and said, so is your mother. It's getting that crunk, man. Oh my god, man! I'm telling you, man, it is, it is, it's really, really not even I, for doing the same thing. You can't be You're mad right. when you lose. You I think lost. Oh boy, from Barstool Sports. That is that who that is? that is? I think that's who that is, Junior. But uh, Shaq has been defending Angel Reese. To the, I mean, I love how he's defending her. Mm -hmm. He said yeah. he looks at her like a daughter. Once, it, once they say your mama, it's it's pretty it's pretty serious. Yeah, yeah you know, she, she, you, you know, black. I don't see what she did wrong. <laughs> no, no, he no, did that John Cena thing. The John Cena created right. that the wrestler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't see me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now Caitlin Clark, the baller from Iowa, she did it to the team at Louisville. Mm -hmm. Right. She did. Yep. She yeah. did it. Trash talking. It's just trash, trash talking. Talk. It's part of the game. Dog, that's what it is. I got yeah. this ring. You can go head on. You yeah. all that stuff. See, plus, they don't know what gets said on that floor all the time. Right. Right. I got her. I got her. You got who? Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Come yeah. get yeah. this here. And and it's mm. just all bull. I'm telling it's you, man, that's why Jill Biden is invite, trying to invite the losers to the White House. Mm -hmm. It, 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 it no. just has, see, but all she did was what the other girl did. Now, she a problem. Right, because she's black. Because she's black. <laughs> Call it what it is. Woo. Thank you. Disrespect the black woman. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, we get disrespect. Oh, I got great response, Shaq. Hey, it was a great yes. response. Yes. <laughs> Who went to LSU? Also up, man, it go down today, man. Your mama. Masters. Masters this weekend, big dog. Part three contest kickoff today. Tiger playing, man. He playing. He That's support. what I want to hear. Yeah, Tiger playing, man. It's, if you bet on Tiger and he win, whoo, you're going to make some money. Really? What? I think it's 750 to 1. Are you betting on Tiger? You're going to put a thousand on it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so we're going to be watching Tigers. Yeah, he played this weekend, man. Uh, you know, the favorite they got, like, Roy McElroy, Jordan Spieth. They don't even think Tiger got a shot Sheffler. at Scheffler. Scheffler's the favorite. Yeah, you know, so it's going to be some good golf, up, man. If, uh, Tiger if might have one more in him, though. Possible. Got a thousand on Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Junior, thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, Steve, a middle-aged woman wants to know how long should you know someone before moving in with them? We'll find out right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe 
Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, this one's from Anonymous in the DMV. Anonymous wrote, I'm in my mid-40s, and my boyfriend and I have been dating for eight months. I live about 45 minutes away from him, so I do a lot of driving to spend time with him. He's been pressuring me to move in with him, so I won't have to go back and forth all the time. I considered it, but I'm afraid it might be too soon. So, I have doubts. How long should you know someone before you move in with them? You should do this until you don't have doubts. Okay. See, don't yield to the pressure. Mm -hmm. If the pressure and you're unsure, why do you think you're unsure? Because you don't really feel as though you know him that well. And secondly, why you got to do all the drive? Why is he not (laughs) driving? Why don't he get in his damn car? (laughs) See, that's what the real problem is. Y'all women, man, man, y'all be playing y'all self short. Y'all be doing some real ignorant mess. So you going to bring the most precious prize possession and gift ever given to man, you're going to drive it to him every night. Right. right. You mean he ain't got to come get it? Not happening. Huh. Man, y'all got to be kidding me, man. I don't know what can happen over here. Ladies, ladies, pull yourself together. Number one, you are the prize, not him. Amen. Amen, brother. Beyonce told y'all, I can get another one of you in a minute. To the, to the left, left, to the left. To the left. <laughs> I can get another one of you in a minute. Y'all tripping. Mm-hmm. Now, you want me to move in? What else did Beyonce say? Put a ring on it. Yeah. Yes. You know, all this. Listen, mm-hmm. stop letting men have all these free-ass test drives. Yes, yes. Come on, free. What is the test driving for? <laughs> Let me. T- can I tell y'all something about men? Yeah. We know within six months if we want you or not. Within six months? Yeah. Okay. We really we really have an idea before, before, before that. Yeah. We really have an idea before that. Sooner okay. than six months, you know. Hell yeah. yeah. Come on. Really? Yeah. But I need two months, three months to make sure your ass ain't crazy. But we can tell if you're crazy. And, and you, are, you almost never get that worked out right. I'm telling you right now, they're crazy coming. Oh, they're crazy. Yeah, 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 well, I know I'm crazy. crazy. It ain't y'all crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, man, I just think that I just think that uh, you know, see, y'all, listen, lady, if a man been dating you over a year and he ain't said nothing serious to you, it's cause you ain't serious to him. A year, and he ain't said nothing serious to you? Like, what's something serious? So I love you. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell, I'll there, there you go. Mm-hmm. I'll I love you. Okay. That's I don't want serious. nobody but you. 
ain't seeing I we in a committed relationship. If you've been there for a year and you ain't heard that, he ain't got no plans for you. Your ass can start wrapping it up. Yes, Carla. Isn't it also what what they do? It's not just what a man is saying to you, it's actions as well. You know something? I told this to somebody the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, a person was telling me a problem that they had at work. And I said, tell your man this problem you have. If your man does not offer a solution, you're not important to him. Well, mm-hmm. I don't think it's his position to have to figure that out for me. That ain't your position to tell. You can't tell us how to be providers and protectors. It's in our DNA. If you have been dating a man for a while, or you considering getting serious, tell him a problem you got and see what type of solution he's provided. And if his solution does not include something he can do to help you, he don't give a damn about you. Come on. Work it out yourself. And if you think that ain't true, go check your man and find out. It's an easy test. Yeah. It's an easy test. Because you know that's what? what we do. That's yeah. normally, yeah. But today, is that the same? I mean, does it still work in oh, today's time? It worked right now. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so. we done fooled y'all and got y'all thinking y'all got to do something else. Y'all got to bring something to the table. Hell, she the only one in relationship can make another you. How, what, how about that table? <laughs> All right. All right. Coming up in 20 minutes. Yes, it is. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we will have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So former NBA star Lamar Odom is clean and sober these days, and he's ready to devote his time to help other drug addicts. Lamar Odom's struggles with drugs were widely publicized after a near fatal overdose at a Nevada brothel back in 2015. He continually works on his sobriety and wants to help others do the same. So along with two of his business partners, he plans to open three rehab centers in the San Diego area. The facilities, which will be called Odom Wellness Treatment Centers, will include one women's residential treatment home and two men's detox residential treatment homes. Odom's rep stated that he wants to, quote, help everyone he can. He is thankful that he was given a second chance in his life and it's his death destiny to help others. That's one. Go ahead. I like that. Right yeah. on. Good job. Uh-huh. Good job. Mm-hmm. What I didn't hear in that statement was any of them opening in Houston. I got plenty of work for you. <laughs> if you get a facility down in Houston, you're going to keep... We got plenty of people to keep you in business. At least, at least 15. If you Why just you get that, that facility. Junior? Well, you know, I got people that I, I don't need to be down there working with Lamar. You stupid, Junior. San Diego too far. But Houston, right on point right there, boy. <laughs> Well, isn't yeah. that like uh, what? Yeah. Sin City? It kind of all uh-huh. pops off there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Goes together. <laughs> then you go to rehab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so again, it'll be go the to Odom. the brothel, then go to the rehab. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Odom yeah. Wellness Treatment Center. Right. So congratulations and thank <laughs> you for yeah, that. Mark. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We'll do a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Would You Rather. Would you rather sleep in a cold bedroom with your wife or in a comfy room all alone? No, mm. cold bedroom. That's what I do now. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, 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 we both do. Well, me and Tommy in the same position. Both our wives got that room in there like a damn meat locker. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. I'm telling you, man, we could hang a half a cow in there and it'll be fine. 
<laughs> and you better not Man, touch listen. that thermostat. Leave she it leaving, alone. She leaving, go to the store. I would turn the fireplace on for 30 minutes just to get a warmth. Just a wave of warmth. What do you mean? <laughs> Sound like my husband. Right. Whatever. <laughs> no, she know I have sickle cell and don't care. <laughs> You got to do that on Junior. Your little sick ass better put a hoodie on. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's it. All right. Would you rather get an old school prostate exam or get a root canal? Which one? When, 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 when they had Why a new that? new school prostate exam? I ain't, I ain't heard this new one. Oh, it's still the old one. It ain't changed. Don't well, you get a blood tests or something now? See, if you um, go now, Tommy, on a regular... If you go on the regular, they they can take your PSA number. Okay, a little different. It, but you got to go uh -huh. regular, brothers. You got to go regular. That's that's a life saving mm -hmm. statement. I'm telling right you, there. man. Hey, man, y'all got to go in here and get this exam. Okay. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's an uncomfortable 20 seconds, 15 uh -huh. seconds. It's about. It's not even 15. Let me see. About eight. Yeah, it's about eight seconds. Now it feel like an hour here up in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It do feel like an hour. <laughs> and let, well, me, not, and not let me tell you something. It ain't no way to take your mind off of it. No. You no. can't like, man, I just start thinking about something else. No, you can't. Yeah, can't. No, you can't. <laughs> can't think about baseball. No, that dog, 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 he in there. No, that first time I told, that, I told that room up that first time. Right, I told man. the room up. Tommy, I, I didn't tell the room in the up. Corner. <laughs> Tommy, I, I, I didn't tell the room up. But I tore all the toilet tissue off that table. <laughs> I had no. all that toilet tissue balled up in my hand. You know that tissue that's on the table? Yeah. All mm -hmm. the lining for that, 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 that lining and Man, lining. hygiene and all that. I had I had rolled that whole head. thing was in my hand. <laughs> all right, so so would you rather get an uh, get a prostate exam or would you rather get a root canal? I'm gonna get that prostate exam. I don't want that root yeah. canal. I gotta get oh, the prostate no. exam. Mm -hmm. That root really? canal way too long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we need our. See, mouth. the prostate exam don't hurt nothing but your feeling. <laughs> that you get canal, back in your car and regroup after that prostate exam. You that root canal be days. all up behind your eye hurting. <laughs> uh, Matter of right. fact, that root canal run down to the prostate. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> that pain be down now. <laughs> That's riveting. <laughs> You're stupid, <Yeah>. Steve. <laughs> Put it in no perspective. Huh? <laughs> All right. That's today's right. version of Would You Rather. We'll be back with our last break of the day uh, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Well, Tommy, time is winding down, and your new movie, Pride, will premiere this coming Saturday. It is here Ooh. this coming Saturday, April 8th. It'll be on Lifetime. Our special guest tomorrow, check this out, will be Bishop T.D. Jakes. The, the bishop creator. coming? Oh, um, wow. The creator and executive producer of Pride. He's going to give us more insight in the movie. But we have you here right now. Tell us about it. Oh, God. Pride, pride, pride. This is ripped from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines. Mm -hmm. So I Mm -hmm. want you all, when y'all get through watching Pride, to make sure y'all come back and let your boy know what what the story, what headlines do you think this came from, okay? That's that's your assignment. But Pride is uh, Birdie Bites. Birdie Bites is a bakery that uh, that my mother owns in the film, who is played by um, the beautiful Stephanie Mills, and uh, and I am that 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 troubled son. I am that that I am that one that that's just never been right, never got right. But it's that kid that you keep you keep suppressing what's wrong with him. You keep hiding and hiding it because of your pride. And yeah. um, it, it's a lot that's gonna come out, y'all. Man, uh, my girl Erica Campbell comes in and does a cameo and mm-hmm. uh, of course Stephanie Mills is there with who is um, you know another Grammy Award winner so you got two Grammy Award winners who happened to I mean when I say sung together and it wasn't even planned it wasn't even written y'all gotta see this it's beast oh okay. what a treat we'll All be right. watching we'll All be right. watching okay so Tommy I saw this on social media you know how they have the digital banner or the digital flyer of the movie Pride. Look, oh my God, I haven't seen that. Oh, they gotta post this. We I gotta have post not this. seen that. On Steve Harvey <laughs> FM, Lifetime posted it. Look at Tommy face. Tommy, he all I serious. Know. Yes, <laughs> he looks sinister. Send me yes. that. I have not seen that. Okay, I'll send it to you and then hopefully we can post it on Steve Harvey FM so everybody can see it. Mm-hmm. But you are just a serious actor in this movie, huh? Yep, straight serious. Congratulations. Um, and my, you know, my mother is throwing like a big watch party, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. nah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, I was like, nah, I'm going to sit at home and cry and watch it by myself and, and, and sit up on the couch. And she was like, what? what? A depressing <laughs> way to watch it. What? <laughs> huh? Watch it by myself. Uh-huh. So I think, so I think. Um, drinks in here and some food. What are you right. talking about? You over there by yourself I, at the just, I just think, okay. I think it's hard to watch when you have these big watch parties. I just think, you know, it's yeah, more of a party. watch yourself. I think you're right. It's hard to watch mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. So I'm at least going, I'm not going tell her but I'm gonna go you know grace her with my presence after, right after the movie go with I'm gonna go hang out with moms <laughs> yeah okay. so and all her friends say, this is my she's son invited all this, her, yeah. yes yes you yes. know give her that moment give her that moment for sure yeah, well congratulations nephew congratulations and can I say please say thank you to Radio Inc uh, for nominating yeah. me one of the most influential women in radio thank you so much Radio Inc you do this every year I appreciate it so much I, I'm always surprised I'm always humbled by it and I just appreciate yeah, it thank you thank you thank you so when do Congrats. they do the influential men cause me and Junior ain't never been up for that I ain't never I heard of them no. they don't have that no. they, don't, no. they ain't mentioned yeah. it to us for sure that's, no. that's my y'all not gonna make that list don't worry no. We influential. You on another okay. list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Ask Dallas. We was influential. We know. Ask uh, who? Dallas. Dallas. The, the yeah. whole city, huh? The whole city. We just was down there. We inf- they came and supported and everything. You got to have yeah. influence to do that. And we got to shout out our home station in Dallas, yeah. too. Right? KRNB. Well, yeah, KRNB, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. And KJ. KJ came through and came KJ. to the show. What the KJ. Up, KJ? 
Our yeah. girl, yeah. KJ, shout yeah, out to man. KJ. So, Keith Solis and the whole staff, yeah. I went and hung out Thank with Keith Solis. I did that. All right. So we okay. influential, you know. <laughs> you you back, back, back to that. that. Back you want to hang year. with us. Yeah. yeah. We doing. Sure, I'm going to run against you next year. I am. <laughs> Do it. Okay, Let's I'm, go. I'm run, how you, I like I'm a healthy competition. Because I recognize. I can recognize as that. I can. I can recognize as that. You know, I know how to do it now. Okay. I got you. You got your movies and your TV show ready to love. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. (laughs) I watched it Friday, this past Friday's episode. Okay. We we narrowing this thing down. Oh, I got to tell y'all this, too. What? Wait, what? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, well, thank you for that. We, yes, I know it's, I know it's getting tight. I know it's getting yeah. really crazy. I know mm-hmm. it is. Miami is turning y'all all the way out. Okay, mm, Dallas yeah. gonna turn you out too. Okay, <laughs> Dallas gonna turn you out. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, wait for Dallas. But just got the call um, about a week or so ago, and Black College Quiz is coming back. So I'm oh, my, my other Quiz my show. other TV yeah. show, my other oh, okay. other show is coming back. Okay, okay. Congratulations. Okay. It comes, that comes on Saturday morning, so I'm glad. Uh-huh. I'm excited about that. All right. Black Ooh. College Quiz. BCQ. Black in. College Quiz. Mm-hmm. Put the work in. Mm-hmm. It's a blessing. Because, you, know, you know, COVID shut out a lot of things. You know, when you're doing Black yeah. College Quiz, you got you got all these students. You don't want them getting, uh, um, you know, catching COVID. So we just had to shut down for a long mm-hmm. period of time. Yeah, everybody but did. But now you're yeah. back. Mm-hmm. You're back, man. Yeah, right. up and running. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. But we will be watching pride this weekend nephew okay <laughs> y'all lifetime. call me y'all call i'm looking for y'all all of y'all to be able to call me saturday night i need to hear from y'all <laughs> after Tell right after yeah. like, right after in the middle text me during stop me from crying all that just you know you're so dramatic you know. all this crying just watch yeah. yourself in the movie <laughs> go to your mama's house and watch the show i can't watch myself i can't <laughs> <laughs> I hear that a lot from celebs, from actors and movies yeah. and TV. It's very hard to watch yourself acting like that, huh, Tommy? It's hard, yeah, it's hard. But I'm, yeah. I'm gonna get because through. you're so you're so critical of yourself. I could have done this and I should have done that. Mm. All right, take us home, Tommy. Take us home. All right. Uh, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In the words of my uncle, talk to God. He would love to hear from you. Until then, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace. <laughs> Steve Harvey contest, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 